0: Welcome to the
1: Retirement Risk Show. The best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your
0: retirement. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Dave Hall. I am your host. We are back again Talking about your retirement, talking about the the happiest time of your life. Something that many people don't realize is that through the studies that have been done over the decades, is they've proven that retirement can be the happiest time of your life if you have things structured correctly, not only from a financial side, but from a personal side. If you've got everything in line with family, friends, social connections, all of those things can make those retirement years fun and enjoyable. Well, if you'd like to learn more about how you can get safely through retirement, go to our website, get signed up for our Shatter Your Retirement Risk event, get my new book, get other educational tools, whatever it is that you're looking for, you going to find those resources there. This month, we've been talking uh, quite a bit about sequence of return risk. You know that if you've been on the show for any length of time, that's one of the top 10 risks that we do cover. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about that, as well as about inflation risk, another big one for many of us. To help me with that, I brought in my partner, Paul Obendorf. Paul, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Dave. Pleasure to be on, as always.
0: Paul, always fun to be back together and be talking about the things that we get to do on a daily basis, and that's help people solve problems. And part of the job that we have is to help them identify issues that may impact their future, that may impact them currently, depending on where they are in the retirement journey. Talk a little bit about sequence of return risk and maybe some of your thoughts of why it's such a problem for so many people.
1: Yeah, sequence of return risk is probably one of the most important risks to consider as you move into retirement, simply because none of us can predict the future and what's going to happen when we retire in terms of how the market is going to treat us. In the years leading up to retirement and right after retirement, where sequence of return risk comes into play is that if you happen to retire when the markets are moving up, like in the 1990s, where markets moved up substantially during the entire decade of the 1990s, you could retire. You could begin your withdrawals from your portfolio. Let's say that you were doing 4% withdrawals adjusted for inflation. At the end of the 90s, you were doing just fine, even though you were taking your withdrawals, your portfolio didn't take any major losses and you were just fine at the end of the 90s, if you had the unfortunate experience of retiring in the 2000s, when we had an early loss at the early 2000s, then a small recovery, then a substantial loss again at the end. And of course, that's called the lost decade, because you pretty much ended where you started. Your retirement picture was dramatically different. As you're taking withdrawals from your portfolio, and the market moves down as you're taking withdrawals, it's kind of like a double whammy. And so it completely changes your retirement picture so folks that retired in 2000 versus the folks that retired in 1990 had very different retirement experiences and the folks that retired in the decades starting 2000 We're in a substantially different position at the end of that decade versus the ones that started in 1990, for example.
0: Paul, we don't have a crystal ball to show us when this is going to happen. Obviously, uh, people thought at the beginning of the year 2000, in fact, myself thought, hey, we're going to have a run that was going to go a little longer than it did. A lot of the advisors I was talking to at the time were expecting the same thing. Since we don't have that crystal ball, what are some things we can do to help reduce or even eliminate sequential return risk from our retirement?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what it boils down to is that if we leave everything invested in the market in our typical stocks, bonds, mutual funds, target date funds, ETFs, all those types of things, and it's all invested in the market, which all of that is subject to the ups and downs to the market to one degree or another, we asking our investment portfolio to do double duty for us. We're asking it to be a growth bucket and at the same time be an income bucket. And so our income bucket then is affected by these downturns in the market because we're leaving everything exposed to market risk. And when the markets do move down, we're pulling out from it as well. So what we know is that we simply want to create an income bucket. So this is something that I teach in my classes and that you teach as well. If we can simply create a separate bucket of money specifically for retirement income and take some money out of market risk and move it to somewhere safe, like a fixed index annuity, for example, where we're completely protected from downside risk and then allow that bucket to become our income bucket. That money is not subject to the ups and downs of the market. We're going to receive that money regardless. We can get guaranteed lifetime income streams out of there and so forth. So the rest of our money that is not in that income bucket now is allowed to grow because we're not asking that to be our income. That now becomes a growth bucket.
0: We talk about it on the show quite often, that the fixed indexed annuity. Can you share a little bit more about how that eliminates a sequence of return?
1: Right. So the great thing about a fixed index annuity, for example, and they come in a couple of different varieties. You can have a guaranteed income annuity. You can have an annuity with indexing income, which is really great. It outpaces inflation in the long term. But what we're really doing there is we're taking a percentage of our assets and depending on age and risk tolerance and so forth, it's typically anywhere from 25 to 30 or 40 percent of our assets. Right. So we're taking a piece of that. We're moving it to the insurance company where that money's held at the insurance company. And once we turn on that income stream that income stream is going to come to us for the rest of our life as long as we live. And if married, you can turn on joint income so that income stream comes as long as you live or as long as your spouse lives. What that does then is because we know that that income is going to come to us, it doesn't matter whether the markets move up or down because this is an income stream that we're going to perpetually receive even when that bucket of money runs out, they have to continue to pay us. So in that respect, we have eliminated the effects of sequence of return risk, because even though the markets may move up or down, it's not affecting our income. Because what we have left in our growth bucket now is going to still ride the ups and downs of the market, but that's not affecting our income. That's just what I call a growth bucket or sort of a slush fund. Tom Hegner refers to it as money that you can use at your discretion. So because we've created this bucket of money that's immune From the ups and downs of the market because that money is going to come to us regardless. Now we've eliminated sequence of return risk from our portfolio and the rest of our money is allowed to grow.
0: Well, one of the things that uh, I see a lot of is a desire for income from many of the people that we talk to. What we find is people aren't using the guaranteed income so much throughout the retirement. In fact, BlackRock did a study at the beginning of 2023 where they asked people, because there's this overwhelming problem of people's comfort level with the retirements going down, down, down. There's less and less people feeling comfortable about the retirement. What is it that would make you feel more comfortable? and an overwhelming percentage said to have income coming into our retirement. We asked the question in one of our recent webinars, if you could only have income or assets, which would you pick? And 60% of them said we would take the income, but yet this isn't playing out in our planning. You and I both know with the people that we meet with, it's a very small percentage of the country that's using that income currently. What do you think's causing that? Why are not more people jumping into these products that are going to allow them to get their Social Security and this other income to get their paychecks during the retirement instead of always trying to play the market like so many do. Yeah,
1: it's a a great point, Dave. And it's a couple of different reasons. I believe that one of the reasons is just a lack of familiarity with these products. Because if you have been spending your entire career saving up for retirement through 401ks or you know 457s, 403Bs, et cetera. We're saving up for retirement, right? And, you know, we're just conditioned and told that invest, 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 stay in the market, right? And you know, the markets may move down, but they're gonna go back up and just stay invested. So we're we're kind of conditioned to just continue in that mindset and so our advisors if we have one during our working years right may not be having conversations with us about the importance of setting some safe money aside for income and retirement because the notion is that when you do retire we're just going to leave everything in the market and pull our income from there. So one uh, is because the typical investment firms the the major investment firms aren't really having these conversations with their clients along the way they're not really being talked about because their focuses on leaving everything in the market and the fee income that they may receive from that, right? They're not really having conversations about safe money and income buckets, so forth. So that's number one. Number two is, is what I call the the Wall Street noise about annuities. When you have people saying that you know you don't want an annuity, it's not necessary, they're bad, they have high fees, et cetera, and just a lot of uh, misconceptions about annuities and which ones are the right types of annuities. There's plenty of zero fee annuities out there. A lot of it is really just notions that some folks may have about annuities that once they really get educated on what they are, how they work and what they can do for you, it literally transforms your retirement.
0: Yeah, definitely what I've seen as an educator and you see it as we work together through the process is people really need the education. That's why we do the podcast. That's why we're getting together here to share this information so you can better understand what the risks are and what the solutions are to fix those risks. is definitely part of what we're trying to do. Saw another interesting study here lately uh, that they had gone through and asked people again on this comfort towards a retirement and would they ever be able to get where they really needed to be. Might be shocked to learn, and some of our listeners may be shocked to learn, 35% of the people asked thought there was a better chance for Bigfoot to come out as being real, to find out that Bigfoot wasn't a mythical creature, but he was real than they had of ever getting to a safe and secure retirement. That was shocking to me to be able to see that. Any thoughts as you look at our current retirement situation and where most Americans are falling as they're trying to keep caught up with all of the, the various problems and risks that people are facing?
1: It's really important that when you go into retirement, two really important things. One, you need to know what the risks are, which you do a great job, of course, of addressing in your webinars. That the ten different icebergs, as I call them, that we have to be aware of. If we're going to get on a ship and sail across the ocean, we want to know if there's a hurricane coming. We want to know if we have enough gas to make the trip. We want to know if we have enough food. And is there an iceberg? You know, these are all the things that we would want to know as we embark across the ocean. While as we embark on retirement, we want to know what are the things that could completely derail our retirement. So we've identified 10 of those, right? As you embark on this, it's important to have a written out year by year plan that details we have these assets now. And as we go into retirement, this is our income need. We need X dollars of income to get us through retirement. Okay, well, where's that money gonna come from? And do I have enough in my portfolio to create that income need to keep up with inflation And how long will that money last? Once you begin to take a look at year by year, where's that money going to come from and how long it's going to last? You can begin to identify whether or not there's a potential shortfall. And once you see if there's a potential shortfall, and then you compare how would this picture change if I introduce an annuity into my retirement? And then you factor that into your retirement picture and and it completely changes the picture because now you end up with actually increased income if you're using an indexed annuity and it allows your other assets to grow so it's it's important that you not only plan ahead and have a written out plan, but you know what the risks are and how to avoid.
0: Yeah, listeners, it's all about spending time on your retirement, trying to figure this stuff out. And that's why we do so many webinars. That's why we we allow you to come in and go through the process with us of what it takes to get to a safe and secure retirement, because we need you to be educated. We need you to take the time for your retirement to get where you need to be. One of the things you brought up there was inflation, Paul, and this is something else that uh, has affected people. In fact, there is a sequence of inflation like there is a sequence of return. Now, if we look at sequence of return, that means that the market went down, we lost a bunch of money. Sequence of inflation is where inflation's so high we end up spending substantially more money than we typically would. What are your thoughts uh, for retirees right now as we're coming out of some very high years of inflation? What impact do you see that having 10, 20, 30 years from now as all of this plays out because the inflation we have today?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right, Dave. And again, it, it's very comparable to a sequence of return risk because you retire in a low inflationary environment that's fairly easy to plan for, right? Inflation is typically somewhere around 2 to 3% and it's fairly easy to plan for. So if you retire in that type of environment, you know I need, for example, $100,000 a year after tax to meet my bills and I can plan accordingly and I know how much I'm going to have to pull out and so forth. If you happen to retire in an environment like now where inflation is high, all of a sudden, now we have to adjust for inflation at 5 or 6 or 7% and we, then we don't know how long will that last. So at the beginning of our retirement, if we're having to pull out more money from our portfolio, just to cover the the cost of inflation, right, just to cover the increase in the cost of goods and services and so forth, we are now pulling at a higher withdrawal rate from our portfolio than we had additionally planned. And now that's going to impact how long our money lasts. Now, if we've already made it through the first 20 years of retirement, and then inflation goes up, we may be okay because we haven't had to pull excess money from our portfolio early on in our retirement. So that's why it's important that there's a portion of our retirement income that is going to outpace inflation.
0: Yeah, it's quite shocking when you look at the numbers. We have some slides in one of our presentations where we talk about this. And a 1% increase in your distribution rate to cover increased inflation, it could reduce your retirement funds down by anywhere from five to 10 years, depending on where you're at, depending on the amount of money that you're pulling out. And if it becomes two, three, 4%, obviously it's starting to put a very secure retirement potentially into very uncharted waters to where we may have some issues as we get into those later retirement
1: years. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. It's, it's staggering sometimes the difference between even a 4% withdrawal rate and a 5% withdrawal rate or a 6% withdrawal rate. It makes a substantial difference in how long a retirement lasts.
0: One of the things that's been interesting to me as we go through the process is Social Security obviously is inflation adjusted. Now, there's some complaints out there that the coal they're using for Social Security isn't really matching the inflation increase that's happening across the country. It usually lags a little bit and there's been discussions to try to fix that, but it's still going up. People are getting more money today than they did last year. They're getting more money last year than they did the year before. But Social Security is really only intended to cover about 40% of your retirement income. And yet most people go into retirement with the other 60% of money that they need that maybe they've calculated in their planning, but they really don't have a way to get that. They're not going to get it out of the market necessarily because they're drawing different amounts, you know, depending on what happens. So talk a little bit more about the importance of having that additional inflation adjusted income to help us get through these struggling times where inflation can be high or low, but uh, but at some point usually going to be there
1: yeah and you know it didn't used to be such a problem right because if you retired in the 80s or 90s and you had a pension your retirement was social security plus your pension and if you managed to save up a little bit of extra money for retirement that was great that was almost like gravy right once pensions began to go away and we entered the world of a self-funded retirement very few people can rely on pensions anymore so and and if you have one that's great but if you don't have one which more and more people are in that situation you have social security, and then what else do you have? You, what you have is your investment portfolio, what you've saved up for retirement, you're funding the remaining 60 to 70% of your retirement. So it's important that you know how long is that going to last? What can I pull? How much do I need to pull? Where's that going to come from? We know that the traditional, for about the last 30, 40 years, the line of thinking was follow the 4% rule. You can pull out 4%, adjust for inflation at 3% per year, and it would typically be enough to last. Thirty years in about eighty-six percent of the cases, which meant it had a fourteen percent fail rate. Well, of course, recent studies have been done to indicate that the four percent rule doesn't work; that it's actually adjusted now down to two point eight percent. If you want to be on the safe side of things, well, now you if you throw in inflation or sequence of return risk, even that won't be sustainable. So it's it's really important that as you look at retirement income, that you have a bucket of income that is safe from things like sequence of return risk that will outpace inflation so that you can get safely through retirement without having to worry about the effects of those things on your income. Now, again, your growth bucket may be affected by the ups and downs of the market, but that's simply your slush fund at this point. We want to have income. And so when you begin to pair a fixed index annuity with Social Security, that fixed index annuity more or less replaces what your pension may have or would have served as so. But now this is a pension that you control. You're in control of those funds. It's a lifetime income. You can convert it to tax-free as well if you do a Roth conversion. So by adding that piece of the puzzle to your portfolio, now you've accounted for that 60%, right? And you're now in a position to get safely through retirement.
0: And folks, it's all about bringing peace to your life. That's the thing that we, we find as you look at your retirement and you look at all these risks out there. Our goal is to bring peace to you, to be able to take those fears out of the way, to not be in a position to where you're sitting there worrying all the time What's going to happen? All of a sudden, your assets maybe got spent down quicker than you expected. Maybe inflation's eating away at those. Maybe you end up losing a bunch in the market, whatever the case may be. Our goal is to take that off the table because if you can have a storm around you, I talk about it many times, my living in Puerto Rico. No, it wasn't a great time, but we were good because we prepared. We had everything in place to allow us to get through that time. And my family was fine. We were never in danger of not getting through there. We we're never in danger of not having the food and water that we needed really our goal as advisors and as risk advisors to help you put your retirement on track to do that. So, hey, we hope you don't have these problems. We hope we we always have low inflation rates. We hope that we always have a market that's going up, not going down. But what we know from history, that's not always going to be the situation. So let us prepare for you today so when those times come, you can be ready. Paul, as we look at these uh, two items, so again, inflation, and we look at sequence of return. Now, inflation, not so much. I'm going to go back to sequence of return for a minute. Now, it is a risk, but it also, there can be an upside to this. If you're not in the market when the market goes down, if you've got principal protected, if you've got assets that have stayed high because they're built to do that, and now the market's down 40%, it really gives you an opportunity to get back in at a lower cost, to be able to ride the wave up now, obviously, it's, it includes timing and those type of things, but there can be a benefit to that as well, not just a consequence. And this is what we find with much of the planning that we do. If we, we take these risks and start addressing them and solving them, not only are we avoiding the downside, but it's allowing us some additional upside. And as we look throughout our retirement, Paul, again, we've talked about uh, two items today. Any other thoughts on things that people should really be looking at that they're not? to help them eliminate, whether it's these risks, whether it's the other risks we talk about, things they can do to get themselves where they need to be for the retirement planning.
1: Yeah, well, tax rate risk is another big risk that's got to be accounted for. You talk about this in your webinars. I teach this as well. Taxes are at historically low levels right now. We know for the next three years, we have some of the historically lowest tax rates that we've seen in a long time. We know that if those tax cuts expire in three years, we're going to go back to the prior tax brackets. So there is a pending tax increase coming within three years, depending on whether or not those tax cuts are extended. So it, it would make a lot of sense to do tax planning, which, of course, we do in our plans that might say, hey, if taxes are low right now, we know we got to pay these taxes anyhow Let's go ahead and pay them while taxes are on sale. So there's a lot of thought that has to go into, do I need to do some conversions and pay some taxes now and move things into Roth accounts versus traditional 401k accounts? Get some taxes paid now, get those out of the way. And then even over the next four years, even if we do revert to the prior tax brackets, the consensus is that we're going to hold steady there for a while. The real concern is as 2030 approaches that our national debt could be at a level where we're gonna to have to look at raising taxes. And and you've mentioned this numerous times. David Walker has talked about that. And if we're looking at potentially significant tax increases 2030 and beyond, it would be prudent to go ahead and get as much of our tax bill paid as we can before then so that we could potentially get into a hopefully a zero percent tax bracket in retirement, or at least as low as we can, knowing that we paid the taxes now before taxes went up, and we also paid tax on the seed versus paying tax on a ballooned amount later on down the road, via our RMDs on paying taxes at whatever rate that taxes at the time.
0: Listeners, I think there's really two big takeaways from today. Number one, there are solutions to the challenges and problems you have with your retirement. They're things that we studied, we've learned, we've done the back testing, figure out how these things can work for you. And number two, there's no better time than the present. So many people want to put this off. So many people want to wait like we do with so many other things. But every year older that we get brings more risk and more problems potentially because more of these problems. Problems that we talk about, such as tax rates are going to happen. The chance of you having a down market extends that period of time of that happening. If you've got health issues that happen to pop up, going to create some issues with your ability to use some of the strategies that we talk about. So, and it's all about now. It's all about realizing there are solutions out there and that we can help you. Our time's gone. Paul, any parting words that you'd like to share to our listeners to to help encourage and motivate them to do those things that they should be doing for their retirement?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would just encourage anyone listening to, as Dave mentioned, don't delay. The sooner that you begin to put a plan in motion, the better. It's going to give you more peace of mind knowing what would my retirement picture look like right now. Is there a way that I can improve my retirement picture? What types of changes might I want to make? What types of things might I want to do or implement or look at now that could dramatically change or improve my retirement picture? So certainly reach out to us. Uh, we're, We're happy to help put a plan together for you. Once you do have a plan to put together and you know what your retirement may look like and what types of things could impact your retirement positively, that brings more peace of mind to your retirement picture. So as you mentioned, Dave, don't delay. Time is of the essence. You don't want to wait until markets fall 40% like they did in 2007 and then look back and say, I wish I had done something sooner. Or you don't want to wait until a health issue develops and the the long-term care plan that may have been available to you, which we hadn't really talked about today, now is not available to you because some health issue has arisen. So the sooner that you begin the process of planning for retirement, the better.
0: You brought up a very important point there as you talked about it too, and that is when we look at our planning, it's customized planning, folks. You talked about being able to make decisions, being able to look at where you're at, being able to to see what your retirement's doing. Sometimes when we talk about putting a plan together, people get this belief that we're doing a cookie cutter plan, that all we're doing is putting out a plan out there that's going to look the same for everyone. And you need to understand, folks, that is not it at all. These are your plans. We're building your custom designed blueprint for your retirement. I, I've gone through that process with a home before. If you've ever done that, you know it's quite the process to be able to go through and get to pick the carpets, get to pick where walls are going to go, get to pick you know, where everything's going to be, what type of appliances and other things you're going to have. Quite a fun experience to be able to go through that and know that once you're done, you've got what's going to work best for your family. You're going to have that home that you wanted, not what somebody else wanted that put it together. And the same thing's happening here with these retirement plans. Listeners, you've been listening to the Retirement Risk Show. If you would like to get yourself on the right path to retirement, get go to our website, retirementriskadvisors.com. Get signed up for our event. Get signed up for this event where we're going to cover all the 10 risks. We're going to talk about five lies that I was told years ago that made me walk away from traditional retirement planning, made me walk away from what most people use in retirement. We'll talk about why I did that and, and what that process looked like And then we'll end by helping you better understand how you can get your risk-based plan, how you can take these risks off the table. My name's Dave Hall. I've been your host. Look forward to seeing each of you again next week. And that's today's episode.
1: Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast.
0: The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was produced by Sierra Tallin and Autumn Koenig. If you're a CPA looking for more retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com.